right. Thank you for hitting the download button on another episode of the radio show, The Aftermath. We definitely appreciate you. Check it out for another action-packed episode. I don't know why in the world I use action-packed, but maybe it will be. All right, so you got M16 here. Got my man, Easy. Easy, what's going on, man? How you feeling? What's good, planet Earth and all who inhabit it? Is that your new catchphrase? I, I figured we use it? it for the weekend. Okay, good. We can go ahead and retire that. And got us hanging out today with us, our homegirl, Tiki Blue. She came back on again. Tiki, what's up? How you feeling? Hey, this is one of the of two of the last interviews I'm doing with y'all, remember? I'm sticking to my word, but I'm good. How y'all doing? Oh, I'm going to change your mind. We're okay, but I, I, I'm i going to change your mm-hmm. mind. You know, oh, okay, pull out that... Uh, I will pull out that, that 1990s Christopher Williams light skin brother deal going on, oh, you, gonna get, you know. You could get real light skin on me, huh? Real light skin. You can't say no. <laughs> You're like, come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, we definitely um, appreciate everybody uh, out there taking a listen again to the radio show, The Aftermath. We definitely uh, appreciate you giving us some of your time. Um, just to explain to folks who've never listened to us before, uh, this is the radio show, The Aftermath. It's a spinoff of our live show that we do every Tuesday, blogtalkradio.com slash it's the radio show, um, where we're basically a hip-hop variety show with the cohorts that you hear here, but also three of our other hosts as well. But on this particular episode, or these particular episodes, what we do is talk to exciting, interesting guests in all walks of life and many different genres. And today, excuse me, today we're going to be talking to I mean, somebody who's very interesting. She's got a lot of stuff going on. She's an author, and uh, she's also the CEO of her own nonprofit organization. So we're going to be talking to Charletta Denise. Um, Charletta has a book out called No Makeup, Unveiling the Woman Behind the Mask. She also has a nonprofit organization called Cover My Sister. So we're going to get all into that. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to stop yapping, or I'm going to stop yapping. I'm going to hit the high-budget applause. That's how we bring our guests in here. We spend no sense around here. We're bringing Charletta. Hey, Charletta, thank you for uh, making time to come on the show. We definitely appreciate having you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right, no problem. So we're going to uh, get right into um, getting to know you here. So let's let's start with your nonprofit organization, Cover my sister before we get into your book. So I'm I'm guessing that that name can have many meanings. Can you tell us about the the origin of the organization? Sure. So yeah, you're right. It can absolutely have many many meanings. Um, Cover my sisters. Um, it was birthed back in October of 2015. Um, I was kind of in a really dark dark place. I was going through some marital issues. I was going through court issues with my children. I was going through so much. I was just really in a dark, dark place. And the only thing that I really could do is pray. I felt very alone. So I didn't really have that support system or support of women that I felt, you know, could really hover over me and help me get through this. So I had to kind of um, figure it out, I would say, figure it out on my own. And um, through a lot of prayer and fasting, God, he told me that cover my sister's and I was like, what is that? What is that? Like, where, where is that? I Googled it. Nothing came up. And I was like, this is unbelievable. And you said that you're going to be to women what you wanted them to be to you. So, I would, you know, I've been through a lot of different things, too, um, I see, and still going through to kind of um, be able to reach my hand out and, and pull another sister up. 
So that's what that that's all in a nutshell what that is. Okay, thank you for the explanation on that because you know, like I said, that 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 name seemed like something that could be a bridge to several different um, you know, stories or ideas. Now, um, as far as your your uh, your book goes, you you spoke about your upbringing and some of the things you encountered mm-hmm. growing up. Uh, do you feel that that only not only helped you in writing the book, but it helped shape you as a person? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, definitely. Generational curses is real strongholds, um, daddy issues. All of that is is serious, you know, and if you don't deal with it as a young kid or if your parent don't kind of get you the help that you need and you see certain stuff and it grows up in you, it grows up with you, and before you know it, it's actually bigger than you, taller than you, and it's, it's, it's hard to break down. But it's definitely made me who the woman I am today, and I talk about that in the book, you know, why I respond to cert- why I respond certain ways, why I react on certain things, why I kind of move the way that I move. You know, everything starts in um, upbringing. Yeah, that is true. That is true. So, um, again, we are talking to Charlotte Denise. Uh, she's a author and the CEO of a nonprofit organization. She's got a book out called No Makeup Unveiling the Woman Behind the Mask. You can find her on Instagram at Cover My Sisters 17, the number one seven. She's got an upcoming event, the No Makeup Virtual Conference. That's on Saturday, October 24th, between 10 and 3. And this is a long one, so you might want to write this down. Uh, you can visit <laughs> J. Russell Harris Mini dot wixsite dot com slash cover my sisters for more information. Tiki Blue, my good friend, do you have something here for Charlotte? I do. Hey girl, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So first of all, you better have your testimony, girl. I read your bio, I was reading your book. You better have your testimony and come on with it, girl. But I just wanna I just wanna back up a little bit. You started talking about covering my sister, your nonprofit. Tell us a little bit more about it. Like what does it do? Who do you serve? How do you get uh, how do people get in touch with you or like what types of services do you offer to the community? Tell us more about that. Absolutely. So we're just launching um, a mentoring program. And for for the adult women, um, I kind of call it accountability. A lot of um, a lot of people kind of look at it as premature as, as an adult to have a mentor. Um, I just added domestic violence women. Normally, I kind of served um, the homeless women, of course, women of um, low self-esteem, um, self-love, all of that. Um, I'm trying to partner with different um organizations where they can go and get counseling. Counseling was a big thing for me. So we we try to help women get back on, get back settled or get back on their feet. There's a lot of broken women. I don't call them um, bitter. I know a lot of people talk about, you know, a lot of black African-American women are bitter, but a lot of us are, you know, we've just been through some things and we kind of want to get better or get the help that we need. So that's kind of what we focus on is talking. I do conferences, um, I just saw, well, this will be my third conference, actually, and we do different mentoring programs. You can call me, you can reach out to me or two of my assistants, and they'll kind of link up with me, listen to your story, see what I can do to help, add you to the resources that you kind of need to get, you know, to get whatever it is that that you need. We kind of do that. I do feed the homeless. I go to a lot of homeless shelters um, within the area, whether it be from Goldsboro to Raleigh, um, 
we bring clothes, food, whatever it is that they need to, um, whatever they need at that time. If there's a need that we try to help, whether it is just clothes or um, shelters. Now, West, one of my goals that I'm working on now is we're trying to build a domestic violence home. I know when I went through what I went through last year with my domestic violence case, I had, um, I was trying to get into a shelter because I didn't have anywhere to go. And I have four boys. So now, mind you, I have seven children, three girls and four boys. And the four boys, they would have to have went to a male shelter. Now, that is not something any woman that just came out of a situation, they want to be apart from their children. So I researched that why, like why is that? And if you come under my organization, our goal is to get you in your home. And it's just like a placement home. And you would stay there. We would help you get the resources that you need, um, whether it be job, child care, um, getting you registered for school, just to get you back on your feet where you don't go back to your abuser. Eighty percent of women normally go back, um, and it's easier to go back. I mean, I was going to go back just because it was so hard um, to find the resources, you know, and trying to find stability in a, in a hard situation. So if you go under my organization, we do that um, and then we'll get you back out. Once you are settled and you're kind of okay to be okay, then we help you find your own place. And, you know, we'll bring another family into the, um, into the organization. So we're trying to build different homes. That's one of my biggest projects that I'm working on right now for um, DB clients. Now, what, what locale are you serving? Are you in a specific geographical area? I think I heard you mention Raleigh. But can you tell everybody, like, what, what communities you serve? So um, Johnson County, Wayne County, and um, Wake County. Now I'm local. I'm in North Carolina, so I don't have. There's not that many different. I could. Go, I want to be global. Eventually we will, but right now that's just the area that I'm in. So I try to dip and dab through those different areas. Okay, and um, if people want to help you, if they want to, you know, become a partner or a vendor or something like that with your guys. I mean, with you guys. Like, how can you give us your contact information so that they can reach out to you to help support this organization? Or if you're taking volunteers, how do we volunteer with you? Now, if you want to volunteer, you can, like, I'm going to give you my email address, which is covermysisters at gmail.com. And you can send over. I've had a lot of a lot of people, a lot of different ladies will reach out whenever we do feeding um, where we're serving. Um, and they'll come and come out and help us serve or get, you know, or prepare the food. So you can, um, if you want to volunteer or if you want to sponsor, whatever you want to do to um, kind of help, it is covermysisters at gmail.com. And then my information is on my website also as far as, like, my contact phone numbers and stuff like that. Got it. Sounds good. I'm going to bring in, I'm sure Easy has a couple of questions for you as well. I don't want to monopolize the whole conversation. So, Easy, do you have something <laughs> you want to jump in and ask? <laughs> but I'm going to come back. For once, come for, back. Thank you, for once in your life, you worried about monopolizing the conversation? That is classic. That I'm is correct. I'm playing. <laughs> that is correct. I, I'm, I, feel like, I, I feel like I'm bound by compassion right now. So I'm, I'm going to show a little bit of benevolence to everybody, and I'm going to let Easy jump in real quick. That that is what we call growth, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yes. Wait wait a minute wait a minute don't try me now. Right. Don't don't act up. Don't, don't act up now. You know exactly. I love you, girl. Exactly. I love you. Exactly. Don't you know that? You hear it, girl. You hear? I'm trying to. Yes. You hear me trying to be an adult, and he's trying to. Don't, don't, don't talk for me. Trying to do right, and then boom. 
Wow. Ask you a raggedy question. Come on. Damn, raggedy question? Wow. Raggedy question. Golly. Y'all are funny. Wow. Okay, let me try to get my composure back. Was not expecting that. (laughs) Okay, you saw that though, right? So I just want to make sure. Like, all right. Just want to make sure. Yeah. But, um,. I was reading your bio and you just and you mentioned it earlier. You have seven kids. How do you do it with seven children? All the stuff that you're doing and then still have to go home and be a mother to seven kids. Can you just walk us through that? Absolutely. Well, I oh my god, they're amazing first of all. I have four boys and three girls. My oldest is 14 and my baby girl, she's 3. A lot of the times I use them. So, um whenever we are doing feedings, they're out serving too, you know, cuz it's important I believe to show your kids for one. It's so you need to, how to be humble. You teach them how to be humble. So they're everything that I do, they do. So when I'm having conferences, the girls normally perform. Um I have to use time is not something that you you know we all we all have twenty four hours so you kind of choose what you're gonna do you I make time for it you know I know this is my heart this is my passion this is what God has birthed me to do so um, I either get up at five a.m. in the morning and that's normally my prayer and whatever it is that I need to do for that day before I start to get them up my house is normally is very very hectic it was easier when I had that you know I had that help. But now it's just me and them, so we rock it out together, you know, whenever I use them a lot for case studies. But um, they kind of go to bed, 8, 8.30, and then I'm up writing. You know, I, birth, I whenever I finish my book, I did that all between 5 a.m. if I'm at work, you know, between lunch, lunch, break, lunch breaks and breaks. I, did, I had to get it out, so I just had to do it. I didn't have time to, like, kind of make excuses. And having said, being a mom of seven kids is not who I am. It's a hat that I wear. So I can't, I don't rely on, oh, God, I got seven kids, so I can't do nothing. You know, I promised myself that, you know, my kids will come from a healed mom and not a um, broken mom, and I wasn't going to bleed on them. So it keeps me busy, and it keeps them, um, they, it keeps them excited. We we do a lot of stuff together. We're, you know, my family is fun. It's, it's a lot of them. So think when they're out helping or serving it's to it's 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 life to them. So we we learn to do it together. Okay. Um, since you've started your nonprofit, what has been the most fulfilling moment? Can you take us to a specific moment that might have happened and you were like, you know what, this is why I'm doing this? Yes. Um so we um said this woman's shelter in Raleigh for Thanksgiving. And I didn't want them just to have, like, a regular meal. But, I mean, we I cook. I love to cook. I love to cook. So I cooked a big, huge, soulful Thanksgiving meal. I decorated that little area, the little shelter area where they, they go to the for the day. And just to see, you know, them eating and the lady, you know, they was like, well, this is, I know I can eat. There was one woman. She was like, I know I can eat today, and then I'll just figure out tomorrow. And I was like, no, there's plenty you can take. You know, you can take whatever you need. We have to-go boxes. And she told me, she was like, you know, um, a lot of people look at us funny, and a lot of people look at us and they laugh or they however. But for you to just serve me and to just serve us, these us, and look at us and treat us the, the same, it, may, it makes me believe that there is, there is a higher power. 
And just to see their faces sitting there as they're eating and just being so thankful, it humbled me to like, yo, we take the smallest things for granted, you know, and that could easily been my story. That could easily been me just sitting over here begging for a meal or trying to figure out how I'm going to eat the next day. And it just, I, every time I'm telling you, doing conferences is cool, doing out walking, helping out in the community is amazing. But it's like when we're actually serving these people that are not like us, that are really out here trying to figure life out or really, I mean, don't know their next step, that is life for me. And it just brightens my heart just to see that that moment of that smile. You know, when they ask, you know, can we pray for you guys or can is there something I can believe God with you with? Yes, please. And the only and their prayers be that they their request is so simple. You know, and I and I'll be in prayer asking God for these big huge things. And their prayer is that I can have a meal tomorrow. Or that, you know, you would bless me with a, a, a just a simple place to lay my head at, at night. It blows my mind. But it, it, it just makes my heart smile that, like, yo, I was able to help this lady today or I was able to help this person, this family today. So that's really, that's, that's it for me. <laughs> it does it for me. You better testify, girl. <laughs> I, got, I got one more for you um, about your yeah. book. So for, your, for people that read the book, um, what do you want them to get out of the book? Is there a specific message or is there different things that you want them to get out of it? Is that you can walk in your truth. You know, um, you don't have to, you don't have to live like society tell us that we have to live just because you grew up in a, a bad environment. Now I'm going to tell you when I released my book, I lost my family. You know, I lost my mother. My mom was mad. My dad was mad. Everybody, brothers, sisters, they were the only ones that kind of sabotaged my book. Because when you're trying to tell your life or you're trying to tell your story, other people's stuff kind of come out too. And sometimes it's so easier for our culture to kind of live our life under a rug. We'll just sew it under, we'll push it under the rug, push it in the rug. But you have to take it off. If you want complete healing, it's, you can be healed. And that's the main thing of the book is that, yeah, you've been through it, but you've been through this, you've been through that. But there is, you can be healed. You can take your makeup up. You don't have to continue to hide. I have, I hid behind fake hair, lashes, and I. you would thought I would make you think that I was everything, but yet on the inside I was mentally dying, and I was mentally losing myself and everything in me. But when it was time for me to go somewhere, oh, yeah, I'm about to fix all of that up, and you're not. I'm going to make you think that I'm just the happiest person in the world, and really I could just kill everybody. So um, that message is, Take it off. Live free. Live bold. Walk in your truth. Admit your admit your fault. Forgive yourself, and be happy. And you can you can genuinely be happy. You don't have to look for other people in your for your happiness. I did that too, but you can you can genuinely be happy within yourself, and other people can add to your happiness that you already have. But the main message is to walk in your truth. Okay, let me let me just jump in real quick and ask a question. So do you feel like in putting all of that stuff on, putting the weave in your hair, putting the lashes on, putting the makeup on and all that kind of stuff, yeah, you're covering it, covering everything up, but do you feel like there was a point where you started saying, you know what, why am I doing this? Did you have that epiphany moment where you just started oh, saying, God. why am I doing this? Did that happen? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I started to be disgusted. You know, like I, I, I literally started to be disgusted with myself because – 
I just got tired of hiding. So um, my church, my old church, Faith Tabernacle, we would go on a fast every year. Every year, January, you would fast for the whole month. And a lot of people, they fast from food and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm skinny. I'm not, I don't care if I don't have to eat. So that's not, that means nothing to me. If it means nothing to you, then it means nothing to God. So I was like, I wanted to do something different. So I took my lashes off. Now, I wouldn't walk out of the house if I didn't have my eyelashes done, okay? Like, <laughs> we're not, I'm not going anywhere until I go get my lashes done. But I took my lashes off, and that was the first, um, that was in 2016. And that was the first time when I started to um, unveil, unveil the mask, basically. I started taking things off and um, dealing with, my issues. Um, I started going to counseling. I had to go to, I had to go to counseling. I had to go lay on the couch and talk. You can love God and pray with all your heart and you can still go and get help. Um, I had to do. So I took the lashes off. I took the nails off. I took the fake hair out and I had to do that for the whole month. And And I had to be out in person, be out with other people. I was learning to be okay with myself. I was learning to like myself past all of the extra stuff that I used to to blossom me up because there was a there was a point of hate, you know, when you don't really like yourself or you don't like nothing about you, then you you make yourself look appealing. So I had to, once I started taking that off, one by one it was a struggle, it was very painful, but I had to walk through that that period. So now if I don't have lashes, I'm okay. If I don't put get my nails done, if I don't add fake hair, I'm good. I went a whole year with um, no tracks. That was in 2018 and 2019. With no fake hair, I had to I wear my own natural hair for the whole year. And normally, I either got long braids down to my butt and long hair, 40 inches. But I had to take it off. I took all of that off. So you start to get. I was starting to be disgusted with this other person that I had to. I had to fix. I had to fix the real Charlotta, and that was more important to me than the other stuff. Do you find yourself telling your children or other young girls that that look up to you, like, girl, take that off, you be you, be beautiful, be who you are, own who you are, without all that other stuff, or you ha- or have you not gotten to that point yet? No, I do it. I do it all the time. Now my girls um, are ten and eleven, and I I I talk to them at the, the talk that I didn't get. So I tell them like, you guys, y'all are some pretty little girls, and they have long hair. Anyway, but I tell them, I'm like, y'all are beautiful. It's not about how you have your hair or whatever. You, you've got to like your in yourself. Like, I tell them the things that wasn't told to me as a little kid. So I grew up not knowing, you know, who I was, you know, and how I'm supposed to feel. So I wanted to look like everything that I saw. So I tell them differently. You know, I have a lot of mentees, and I listen to them, and I'm like, yo, it's not the fake hair or it's not all of the other stuff that make you. You have It's got to be a self-love. If your your inside is beautiful, then it doesn't matter what you do to your outside. It's going to be beautiful anyway. You know, you're pretty and know that you're pretty and tell yourself that. You don't have to wait for other people to tell you how you look. I, I compliment myself every morning. Like, go ahead, Charlotte, girl, you did that today. And I, encourage, I I compliment other women, you know, and even when you can kind of see they look kind of a little low self-esteem, I tell them, just, yo, you're beautiful. Just beautiful, simple, you know, when it's okay Aww. to give other women compliments. We need to do that more often. We need we need more of that. We thank do. you. From from one sister to the you, next, thank you, girl. Yeah, and, <laughs> and a, when people say, "Oh my God, you're pretty," you say, "Thank you." So are you. And no matter you know, it don't matter what they may look like. 
I do it all the time. Like, so are you. Just and I love it. But it makes them feel like it makes them feel good too. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I am pretty. Or yeah, I am. I like it's okay. I didn't get my hair done today. I can put my hand up on it and I can and I'm still who I am because I know who I am. You gotta know who you are. Once you know who you are, can't nobody tell you who you are not. <laughs> Well, I feel like I'm getting some some heat behind the scenes, so I'm going to toss it back to 16. I feel like he might want to ask you something. Apparently I'm monopolizing this conversation, but you're just such an amazing uh, guest, so this is just an amazing conversation. But 16, what you got? Well, I just want to say – I'll be damned. Yeah, regular question. No, I just want to say that behind the scenes, it's not heat. We were saying that we were enjoying your black girl magic. Um, I can – you know, go behind the scenes. I was I was messing with her so that I was like, man, it sounds like y'all gonna go for coffee afterwards because you could feel the like the connection. So, that, so that's a good, that's a that's a good thing. So, um, yeah. what I wanted to ask though, just kind of jumping or piggybacking in on some questions that came in between that was, you are a proud mom of seven, which I'm sure that's one of your biggest motivations for what you do. But who else would you say has had a hand in motivating and supporting your endeavor? Absolutely. Um, my grandmother, ah, oh, she's my best friend. I love her to death. She was the first person I, I went to when I, when I got my books. And, you know, at the nursing home right now with COVID, you can't go on the inside. So I went to the window and just bang it on the window. And she's kind of out of it now. A lot has happened. But she is my number one fan, my number one supporter. Um, I have this mentor, she's an accountability partner, but I look up to her. Her name is um, Hattie Lofton, Evangelist Hattie Lofton. And those two people are my, they are my, my go-to, you know. Um, I know I can't go to my grandmother like I used to, so I just normally would lay on her chest. But I feel like she knows how I feel. My mom, me and my mom are, we're, we're good but we don't we don't have that conversation. So we don't have conversation pieces about how I feel mentally or how I feel what I'm going through. We don't really have those type of conversations. So it's just, it was just evangelist um, Hattie Lofton at this point. Okay, nice. It's good. It's good to know the people that are in your village that are kind of you know pushing and behind the scenes pushing your endeavors and everything. So it's always good to know who's in your corner now. Focusing back in on the book as far as the process, how long of a mm-hmm. process was it to write the book, and did the task ever seem like, you know what, uh, you know, this seems like this might be a little bit too challenging for my liking. I might want to step back. I did step back uh, several times. I started the book in, in 2015 when I started the book, and I was writing my um, – I would be writing so hard on the paper – <laughs> that the paper would kind of rip. Like I was writing on a level of frustration. I was writing out of anger. So I was like, God, why is why do you why am I writing a book? Like this can't work. This is not working. I put the book down. I stopped writing for three years actually. 2019, it was back in my um, God basically put it back in my spirit. You got to write this book. You got to get this book out. You've been, you're healed now. You, you took the necessary steps that you wanted, that you needed to take to get better. Now you got to write it. So I started the book in March, and I finished the book in May. We went through public, the little publications, all of the editing and stuff, and my book dropped June 9th, so, which is my birthday. Yay, Gemini. Um, so once 
process is not hard if you want to if you want to write it. You know, you got to um, it's you have to do your word counts every day. So I made sure that I wrote every day because I knew I needed to get it out by a certain time. Um, I'm writing my second book now, which I'm done. I'm just adding some little, doing some little tweaks with it. But um, it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. 2015, it was hard because there was I hadn't dealt with the issues yet that I wanted to talk about in the book. I hadn't dealt with them yet, so it made it difficult. So um, this year, well, 2019 was, and I was in a better place, and I could go ahead and get it out. Okay, so again, you know, with focusing in on the book that mm-hmm. you're out you're you've put yourself out there. You're, like you're out there to have Ooh, people yeah. consume what you're going through and everything. So I saw that you have I don't mean to jinx it and Tiki and Easy are probably gonna get on me for saying this, but I saw on Amazon that you are perfect fourteen you got five stars. You got fourteen reviews, five stars all the way around. And people out there listening don't be that one to give her four just to be that guy, okay? But I bring that up to say you got lots of reviews. What would you say was the one that kind of got you in the field? Like, wow, I really touched somebody through this book, through one of these reviews. Man, it was the email that I got. You know, my email is in my book. It's it's on. It's inside the book. And this guy, because males are re- male are males are reading the books. To, is reading the books also. But um, this man, he messaged me and he told me that um, he was like, "Yo, I appreciate your your transparent." And I know that I'm a male, me and my wife, we read this book together, and you really blessed me when you talk about forgiveness. Because I talk about the importance of forgiveness. And he hadn't been talking to his dad for like two years, and he wasn't talking to his mom. And he was like, once I um, I read this book, I, I listened, I feel like now I'm ready to get the help that I need. He said that um, he messaged his parents, and they were going out to dinner that Saturday. I, I can't remember what day he messaged me, but they were going out to dinner that Saturday. And all of the reviews are amazing. You know, I'm trying to push it so other people can go out and and do put their reviews in because a lot of people purchase my books. But out of all the reviews and out of all the inboxes that I got on Facebook, on Instagram, that one was the one that really, truly, truly blessed me. And I get emails about I get emails about every day. But this man, I don't know him. He don't know me. He's in. I think he was in Washington D.C. But the fact that he he was able to see himself and everybody that messaged me, they said the same thing. They were able to see themselves and the stuff that they went through as their childhood and how it it has affected them into their adulthood. But his was the fact that he was, he was taking that next step and they were going out to dinner and they were going to, you know, eat and he hadn't talked to them in like two years. Oh, that took me to another place. Cause I mean, I didn't talk to my dad for about, it was about three years. I think we could be in the same room. I wouldn't even open my mouth. Like I, I there was the, the hate that I had was just unbearable. Yeah. It was just unbearable. I did not like him at all. Not even a little bit. So that wow, one out of all. Me. That's good to you can kind of hear. From... Go ahead. Tiki. Go ahead. No, I, I I thought you were cutting out. I was just going to jump in real quick and say, you know, you could almost kind of tell that just from the beginning of your book that, you know, there were some serious, you know, familiar issues that you, you know, that were brewing as in your childhood. And, you know, you could see them manifesting as you grew older. So I could definitely see how you got to that point. But we yeah. are so glad that you've gotten to the point where you've been able to grow past it, 
learn from it, forgive, and move on. Right. I'll talk about right. so, uh, 16. All right. So, uh, again, uh, we're talking to Charletta Denise. Uh, she's an author and an owner of her nonprofit organization. She's got a book out called No Makeup, Unveiling the Woman Behind the Mask. That's available on Amazon. Uh, you can find her on Instagram at Cover My Sisters 17 uh, she's got an upcoming event, the No Makeup Virtual Conference. That's on Saturday, October 24th uh, from 10 to 3. And you can visit this very long address, but I'm guaranteeing <laughs> you guaranteeing you that it's worth it. It's jrussellharrismini.wixsite.com slash sisters for more information. EZ, you got something else for Miss Charletta. So I know we've been talking about your book. We've been talking about your nonprofit, but what are your hobbies? What do you like to do when you're not working? So I take a mental day um, once a week. So every Thursday I do something different. I do something that I haven't done or that I've always wanted to do. Um, last week, last Thursday, I went to the gun range. That was the first time I've ever been. And, oh, my God, I went by myself, and it was so fun. <laughs> like, it was so fun. I love to do fun, crazy things, you know, zip lines, um, I like to ride the dirt bike. Um, I love shopping. That's a huge thing for me. I love to go shopping. I love to go to the water. Like, I love to go to the beach. But like I said, once a month, once a week, once a week, I take one day out. It's a self-day, and it's my mental day, and I do whatever it is that I want to do. I go get massages. I go get my nails done, my toes done, everything. Stuff that I love to do, I do every week I make to do. Okay, I did this last week, last Thursday, so this Thursday I'm going to do whatever, so. I love to go to dinner. I love wine. I love to, to do wine tastings. So, yeah, I always make time for me, no matter what I do or what I'm doing for wanting to do for women, wanting to do in a community. I always take a self-day for myself because you will burn out and then you no longer have interest in what you love to do. You lose interest in the love. Easy. So I take a day and I remove all of that and I focus on myself. And then I know you mentioned cooking earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. What is your best dish or your go-to dish? Nobody can make this dish better than you. Baked macaroni and cheese. I'm the best. That's all the family cook gatherings they ask me. <laughs> but it would be baked mac and cheese. I'm a soul food cooker. My grandmother taught me how to cook, so I cook. I love to cook big meals. But it's mainly candy yams and baked macaroni and cheese. Fresh, it's really, really, really good. But I can cook anything. But that would be my go-to. Wait, what kind of cheese are you putting in your macaroni and cheese? That's going to determine if your macaroni and cheese is good or not. Are you putting that powdered or that Velveeta stuff, or are you putting some real cheese in there? Girl, crab. What do you mean? You know when you open the zip bag and you <laughs> put it in there? What, what you talking about the Velveeta? I don't do that. That don't sound like that's right. Now, are you <laughs> are you cutting your cheese from the block and cutting it up into little cubes or the little uh, rectangles. I mean, like, what kind of cheese you put no, in there? That's how we're gonna know really what kind of cheese macaroni and cheese you over there making. Uh, uh-uh. the two for five bag at Food Lion or Walmart. <laughs> you don't use that cheese. First of all, you said it's Food Lion, so we already cool. I love the Food Lion girl. <laughs> yes, NBC savings. Either crab, but it is the um, sharp. You know, you use the sharp for the inside once you finish the macaroni, and then on the outside of the plate, you, you and then I put this. Um, it's like a white cheese. I put that in there, 
And then there's this other cheese, cottage. I put, like, one scoop of cottage cheese in there. Girl, let me tell you, just a little bit. You don't have to overdo it and add the most. You just put one little scoop of that cottage cheese in there. Some people use sour cream. I don't really too much do that. Wait, you I've, never had, I've never had it with cottage cheese. I've had the sour cream, but... I've never had uh, you can't can you can you FedEx air me a plate of uh yes. with the cottage cheese in that real quick? Hell, hell, hell. Put me on the list while you add it. Shit, I'm getting hungry just thinking yeah, about this. Yeah, you add the scoop. You, y'all are kidding me. You add the scoop of cottage cheese in there. You're not going to taste it anyway, but it's so good. It, it just does something to the macaroni and cheese. And then there's this white cheese. I don't want to call it, I don't, I don't want to call it that. I can't Is remember the name. Is it but, Vermont white cheddar? Or the Wisconsin white cheddar because those are some good white cheeses to put in your macaroni and cheese. It's, yes, it's one of them. I know it when I'm at the store getting the, getting it. But you put it on yeah. once you drain the noodles, you put it in there with the egg and you stir it in the noodles. And you don't put it on the outside. You stir it to add in the noodles. Oh yeah. I okay, remember. so you actually might you might have a clue. You giving me the right steps. I, I know might fool with too. you, girl. I might can fool with you. Okay, okay, I hear you. Go ahead. You are funny. <laughs> but I yeah, want to that's like when I have to cook some now. Where are y'all located? So we're based Where out of Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So my address is two three. I, I love it. Oh, we're not giving our address for the mac and cheese. <laughs> oh, we gonna do that offline? Yeah. Okay. Yes, you go ahead and give yours out. Nah, nah, nah. You, nah, Tiki's gonna send the ops to kill me, so I'm gonna just, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna DM I, that later. I am not, I am not about that life. You go ahead and send yours out. Go ahead. Two, three, what? You now? about that freedom, sis. <laughs> nah, we, freedom. We, we'll handle this one offline. I, I, I like my life. I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, I'm I'm gonna just jump back in since since we lightening up the conversation a little bit. I mean, and again, this has just been an amazing conversation. You know, we sixteen has been only about setting up a, a ladies' day takeover, and I just can't imagine trying to do a show like that without inviting you back. But we'll talk about that off air. But um, I'm, oh, great. Let me ask you this: what, what are you playing when you're in the car riding along by yourself when you don't have seven kids in the car with you? What are you listening to on the radio? Honestly, it depends on how I'm feeling, what mood I'm in. If I'm in like a calm mood, then I'll be listening to this um, this group. It's Maverick City, and it's just a calm worship. If I'm not, if I just want to be a little ratchet, then what is that song? Oh, I listened to. I just learned him a couple of days ago, and I like his song. But it's Pop Smoke. It's this guy named Pop Smoke. Yeah, he's dead though. Have y'all heard him? Yeah, <laughs> that album was really good. Really good. Oh my God! Let me tell you, you can't tell me nothing. I'll be splitting. <laughs> I have my sunroom bag. I'll be just in my car because I'm telling you now. When you have, you can't just drive. I have to drive. Normally, have to pull my truck out when I got the kids. But when it's just me, I feel like yo, I can do what I want to do with, and it's quiet. A lot of days, I like to just ride with no music because if they're not, even if they're not loud, all of them talking, it still sounds very loud, you know. So. <laughs> Days, I, I you know who Pop Smoke is? Oh, I know who Pop Smoke is. You're trying to be funny. You, you know, you're trying to you're trying to be that guy right now. I know who Pop Smoke is. I'm so proud of you. Okay. I'm so proud of you. 
But look, I like you know what? girl. She does so much. What's her name? Um, Megan. She's just so girl. hard. Oh no, oh, Charletta. Yeah, Charletta, you're about you to hit a nerve with. Girl, if you oh talking about making me in there, have you? How do you? What, okay, let me ask you. How do you feel about WAP? What's your thoughts on? What are your thoughts on WAP? <laughs> that is, look, she set us back again. First, I don't, I don't. I I heard a little piece of it and I was like, yo, what is she talking about? And I didn't listen to it. I don't. I didn't really like it. I didn't really like it. But I mean, there's a lot of women that get a ring and don't and didn't cook or clean, you know. So. I, I don't I don't know. I no, I don't like it. I don't like it too much. It was just too okay. heavy for me. Like too heavy. You like the song? Uh uh I'm gonna be honest, it's my new favorite song. Like it. Uh, I, love I, it. I I am here she for loves it. it. Listen, ladies, y'all better not let these girls fool y'all. <laughs> Listen, 
listen, ladies. Y'all now look, let these girls move, y'all. <laughs> look, if if now, you I'm ain't in a movie and, um, or have a record deal, you ain't doing any of that. So you better be making sure you're doing what you're supposed to be doing as a woman. You still want to keep your house clean. You know, you still want to <laughs> keep your house clean. But Megan and them, they have, they don't cook or clean because they have somebody else doing that. I, I don't. So do, all, I, I don't all of y'all that was on Facebook saying, well, Cardi said. <laughs> That this don't this don't apply to you. Yes, we don't. We can't even call Megan and ask her. We can only go by that one piece that she put in the in the song. So because we don't have access to her, right? So that what I speak, we you that music stuff I had you out here at home down here speak. <laughs> what I will say to support to support your argument, what I will say is, as a forty year old who has been in the house on COVID lockdown for several months. I, uh, with some friends, attempted to recreate Megan's split on the chairs, and that did not go well. So if you are in the same physical shape that I am in, <laughs> do not try and get out here and mimic these 20-some-odd-year-olds when you're 40 exactly. years old and your knees are bad because it does not end well. So I will say that I, you can truly take that to the bank. Don't follow them up on that point. It will not end well for you. <laughs> if you ain't got this Megan needs oh my God. now, you no, know, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You just gonna have to two step to the beat. Do not try and yeah. do any of those moves. It will not that's end that's well it. for you. Mm. I'm done with that. I'm done. That's all I got. I'm done now. I'm, I'm done. Sixteen. We ready to play? <laughs> no, Y'all, we're not just yet. Me. No, we're we're not we're not just yet. I I, I had something else for Charletta, and um, then I well yeah, let me just get to this real quick because we we glossed over and we didn't spend enough time on it because we were exchanging recipes, which is oh, wow. we got this conference coming up, and yes, you know can you tell uh, the people a little bit of what they can expect about this upcoming virtual conference and you know why they need to attend. Yes, so um, I have, oh, my God, it's going to be amazing. I have an amazing lineup. My panelists is just fire, which they always are. I have different women, different men, different women, regular people um, that's going to share their stories, um, share their part of no makeup, meaning because even though the book, the no makeup book, it's not necessarily – I'm going to talk about a lot of the chapters in the book, but I'm having different people that has walked different lives that's going to share their story about, you know, their, their no-makeup experience. So, I mean, it's going to be healing, like worship music. We'll have some people – I have two famous, amazing people that's coming, um, and they're going, to, they're going to do worship. My girls, of course, they do praise and worship dance, so they're going to dance. But you're going to um, – we'll have, like, breakout sessions. We'll talk about forgiveness. We'll have a lady that um, – how she went through her issue of unforgiveness and how she had to forgive, and she shared her story. I have one girl, she talks about she was in prison. I think she went to prison for a couple of years. She was wrongfully accused, you know, was never – I mean, wrongfully accused. So she's going to share her story. Um I had this one, it's a male, and he talks about, um, like, the daddy issues. So he talked about, as a, as a male, what he went through and what he went through from his childhood to his adulthood and how he was able to change that round. And then I have some people that has not got there yet, you know, meaning some, everybody don't get, get healed yet. You know, they're they still trying to figure it out. So we have 
some other regular people, and I say regular because I don't, you know, I just, they, we just all humans. And he's going to, it's a man and it's a female also, and they're going to share their story and where they're at right now, their struggles of where they are at right now. So it's just different people with different walks of life that's going to share their story. Um, we'll have some different people that will talk about their organization. If you wanted to get counseling, if you want to get caught, get set up for counseling, um, even if you're not even in the same area, um, there'll be like virtual, virtual. So you can set up with a time to talk to someone and, you know, somebody will reach out to you. You'll have that, you know, um, it's just, it's going to be amazing. Like, it's going to be great. If you're dealing with something, you're battling with something, or you're trying to come out, you don't know how you're supposed to come out, you should come, you really need to hit the conference. Tickets go on, tickets go out, they start sale tomorrow. And you really want to get the ticket. You don't have to even leave out your house. You'll be right there at home getting this knowledge and this wisdom and being imparted, you know, just allowing great things to be imparted into your life. Oh, that sounds good. I definitely wanted to get that out there. So what we're going to do, I'm going to play a song from one of our friends of the show. Uh, his name is Cy Ray. The song is called Don't. I'm going to attempt to explain Don't At Me off air, and then when we come back, we'll get into that. So please stick around with us. All right, we're going to uh, play this song, and then we'll be right back in just a second. You're listening to the radio show, The Aftermath. She said, who is she to you? See the way she looks at you. I said, babe, what's the deal? I can say, but really, what's the use? If things from my past you just can't control, so don't put me on the stand if you can't handle the truth. Right here and now, all I want is you. We
only we could just record the things that go on that people don't hear. Welcome back to the the aftermath. You got the crew here. You got Easy Tiki Blue M16. We're hanging out with uh, a new friend that we're making here, author and entrepreneur Charlotte Denise, who was hanging out with us. So uh, you just heard a song from one of our friends of the show, Cyrae. Um, he got a song called Don't. That song is available on all streaming platforms. So that's Tidal, Apple Music, Spotify, Deezer, whatever you use, it's available on there. And we'll have that information in the podcast description as well. All right. So I routinely mess over having to explain what the game is that we play. So we explained it to uh, Charletta off the air to um, this game, Don't At Me, where we're going to ask her a few questions and then she will, um, you know, give her answer and put her stamp on it. So, Charletta, since we explained it off air, you you feeling good about uh, playing our little silly game here? Yeah, let's get it. I'm going to try my All best. Right. I wrote it down. <laughs> no, you're gonna, uh, no, you're going to do just fine with that. So, uh, let's see. Got our first one here. All right. So, Charletta, let me ask you. What's okay. the what's the meal that you could most likely do without that you don't really care about like that? Breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Which which one is your least favorite? Breakfast. Breakfast. Don't eat. It's the correct answer. Um, Tiki, what what would you say the meal you could most likely do without out of those three? Probably lunch. Breakfast is uh, the meal of champions, and I need dinner to finish me up. So <laughs> I could probably go without lunch. Okay. All right. Easy, what about you? I, I mean, I know that it's hard for you to give any of these up, but which would be your least favorite? Yeah, so instead of yes, the answer is no. But nah, um <laughs> I'm with Tiki. I could I'm always late on lunch, but I gotta have breakfast. Mm, okay. <laughs> for me it's I mean, I was like force fed breakfast. It's never really been my favorite, so I would definitely I'm with Charlotte on this one, breakfast would be the one that I, I usually do without it anyway. All right. Yeah, me too. Charlotte, mm-hmm. what's the better vacation? Renting a cabin or going to the beach? Um, going to the beach. Don't at me. She's two for two. Tiki, what about you? Better vacation, renting a cabin or going to the beach? Beach, please. And don't at me. Yeah. <laughs> Make it three. Don't at me. Yes. I mean, cabins are cool, but nothing is like the beach. All right. Yeah, the cabin's got that shade, though. That's a huge club. <laughs> All right. Shall I sleep with the fan on at night? Yes or no? No. Don't at me. Oh, no. Charlotte must got them at thin people blood. She get cold at night, but I'm hot, so yeah, I do. put that fan on. Blood. See? I have no Yeah, I knew it. I had it too. Uh yeah, but mm-hmm. please put the fan on. I, I get hot and my head my head rag gonna come off. My hair gonna be all wet, I'm gonna be all hot and sweaty and stuff. So please cut the fan on, please. Uh-uh. Don't at me. Uh, easy. <laughs> Cheeky's explanation. 
Okay, let me tell you something. When you when you got somebody to bed with you and her hair red come off at night because she didn't got hot and sweated out of it and her hair is all matted in the morning, don't you say a word. So no, I, I say get it. Right. So nobody want matted hair in the morning. It's, it's the bad. Way, it's just the, the way you explained it. But the answer is yes. Don't ask me. <laughs> Yeah, gotta gotta have a fan, you know. No matter the season, you know, and it's got to be on. Help that air circulate. No. It's, it sounded like it kind of cut out a, a little bit. Can you repeat what you said, Charlotte? I said, and I have to sleep with my socks on. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. <laughs> yep. All right. All right, here's another one. Do you drive around for a close parking spot, or do you go for the first open one you see? <laughs> I will ride around. <laughs> Don't at me. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you got to get closer. Uh, Tiki, what do you do? Do you ride? Or, do you drive around for a closer parking spot, or you get the first open one? I'm going to get that first open one, but I'm secretly praying that it's close. <laughs> so I don't have to. <laughs> right, Easy, what, what about you, man? Yeah, I don't care about the walk. I'm parking as far away from y'all as possible because some of you people do not know how to park. Then y'all let y'all cart wander off and hit my shit. Nah. <laughs> I'm parking away from y'all. Yeah, I'm riding around. So you said the first open, <laughs> first open spot. For me, it's the first open spot. Um, my wife and I routinely have arguments on, hey, you should go for the closer one. I'm like, when you're driving, you can go for what you want because you usually get a closer one. I'm driving, so it's the first one I see. I don't have time for this riding around, putting my blinker on, waiting for somebody to get out. First <laughs> one I see, I'm taking it. I don't got time for all that. All right. Now, we got the last one here, and Charletta, we asked you a lot of questions on this show, but this one right here is the most important. You built up a lot of equity in this time we've been talking to each other, so please do not ruin it with the wrong answer on this one. When you eat your grits, do you put salt or sugar? Salt. It's pepper and butter, but salt. Don't add uh, me. Oh, uh, she has saved the interview. Thank you, Jesus. She has saved her. Oh, there's freaking grit. Oh, there are some psychopaths oh, out there that actually do that. Yes. No. There are some psychos out there doing that. You know who you Child are. Pepper Those folks out there know who they are. About- <laughs> They're most you ain't even taste to get it. Tiki, what do you do? Salt or sugar for your grit? Okay, my first podcast was called Butter Grits. So you know I'm putting salt, pepper, and butter on my grits. I know, that's right. First thing. <laughs> you ain't even tasted the grits That's yet. the only way. <laughs> I don't I don't like people who are out there putting sugar on their grits, and I don't like the people out there putting ketchup on their grits. I don't fool with neither one of them people. It's a, Oh wow! Those are people that you need to avoid. Easy, I already know your answer to this, but I want you to I want you to you know go ahead and say yeah. it because I know that you have had this argument with people on your timeline before, but say it one time for the record, please. Sugar or salt on grits, and it is what? It is salt, pepper, and butter. God damn it, if y'all put sugar in y'all grits, it's not a sweet 
dish. It is a savory dish. It's sausage. not a sweet dish. Exactly. Like who does exactly. that? Exactly. Savory people, people dish. Put that. Grit. If you want yes. sweet shit, get oatmeal. Damn it. <laughs> right. <laughs> maple. At that, get the maple oatmeal if you want it. <laughs> Damn, now I yes. some shrimp and grits for dinner. So, yes, do not put sugar in your grits. But we want to just, you know, put that out there for people to know that. But we definitely made a choice, and that choice was to have a lot of fun playing Don't At Me with Charlotte Denise on the aftermath. I budget applause for her putting up with our nonsense. All right, Charlotte, we had a just a uh, – Great conversation with you. And before we get out of here, can you please, one last time in case we glossed over anything, can you please let our listeners know where they can find you online, where they can check out the book, and let them know just whatever info you need to get out there, please share it. Absolutely. So if you're on Facebook, it's Charletta Denise. Um, To purchase your – I'm sorry, and Instagram, it's Cover My Sisters 17. And that's on Instagram. Now, if you want a copy of my book without going to Amazon and you want a signed copy, you can message me on either one on Instagram or Facebook, and I can sign it and send and mail it to you. And I also have a conference coming October 24th, so make sure you get your tickets. They will be on sale tomorrow. All right. Thank you for, um, like I said, getting that info out there. We definitely want to let folks you know, know about that. And with it being a virtual conference, no matter where you're listening to this, whether you're in Atlanta or any other state or you or any other city, I should say, or if you're in North Carolina, it does not matter where you are. The conference is virtual. So all you got to do is just, you know, purchase a ticket and log on. But um, again, check out the book, No No Makeup, Unveiling the Woman Behind the Mask. It's uh, definitely a great read and something that people should be checking out. I'm sorry, Shella, do you have something else? I'm sorry. Nope, that's it. Okay, so um, like I said, again, we definitely appreciate you taking the time to come and uh, and talk to us today. Um, you sound like somebody that's going to definitely be a friend of the show in the you know in the future, and we definitely want to have you back on once you drop that uh, that next book. We definitely want to talk to you um, about that process and just you know get more in depth um, on our next go round. Absolutely, yay! <laughs> Well, you know what that means? She doing that. That means a high budget applause again. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Y'all have a great, great day. All right. You too. Thanks. Take care. All right. Charlotta Charlotta Denise, great guest, excellent guest. Guys, we got another uh, aftermath in the books here. How y'all feeling? Kiki, how you you feeling? Y'all black girl magic was all through this was loving that um seriously all jokes aside that was mm-hmm. it was nice it's always good to see that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Don't, I, I don't need no I, I don't need no help from the peanut gallery i'm good i got this i can mm-hmm by myself because you started with me first i tried to throw it to you first and then you're gonna start with me and then your little your little light skin gonna come for me on the back half i'm so i'm through dealing with you old light skins i can't deal with y'all Well, yes, you well damn. Yes, you can. <laughs> um, <laughs> she, that she was can. amazing. She's, She's amazing. Just 
No, this was uh, – and, and, you know, what's funny is that we had this conversation with her, and I feel like there's so much more that we, we didn't even get to yet that will probably warrant a second, like a part two, just based on this book. So that might be something to, you know, revisit or visit in the future. Um, you guys got anything else that you want to get off your chest, any rants or anything before we get up out of here? No, I'm good. Yes, no. I'm still good. I'm kind of lazy. Want me to be petty with her? I mean, you don't help me. You jump on whoever, whoever, whoever's the person who's getting the brunt of it. You just jump wherever you you don't catch the brunt of it. I I know what this is. Hey, hey, hey! I know exactly how to deal with you. First off, first off, lower your voice. Um, (laughs) lower your voice. And the people love it, it so that's why we're gonna. Uh, that's why we're gonna keep doing it. Listen, okay, let me just wait, say this, people, as you like wait, to say. What people love it. People, uh, people get a kick out of it when they when they think when they think we're at each other. But I just want to say this, like you like to say for the record, I'm not you guys' goddamn court jester. Okay, I am not here for your amusement. I'll have you know. Yes, you right? are. I tell Tiki yes, this all the time. Like I'm not your court jester. I'm not. Yes, you are. You're you're here to be our court jester, our calendar, our bookkeeper, uh, our producer. You're here for all of these roles. Yes, you are. <laughs> all those other things. I'm not your court jester, but anyway. Okay. Um, if you <laughs> if you want to uh, again hear more from our guest um, or follow her, remember it's Cover My Sister Seventeen on Instagram. Make sure and check her out. And, uh, you know, she got the conference coming up, so make sure and give that some love as well. Um, you can check us out, blogtalkradio.com slash it's the radio show, all of our archives. We air live every Tuesday at 8 o'clock Eastern time. So make sure and, you know, give us a thumbs up, a like, subscribe to us. We're on all different platforms. This is a good conversation. It was. Load every second over. So this pod will be available later today for the people that are downloading it. That'll be a Sunday. If you're listening to it out of order, it's whatever day you want it to be. But uh, we appreciate all our listeners. Charlotte and Denise for coming through, being an excellent guest. Excellent guest. Easy. Appreciate you, dog. Tiki, you already know how I feel about you. You know, I appreciate you, too. <laughs> Uh, oh God! Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. see, he jumps right on <laughs> in with it. But again, He's thanks to everybody for listening, <laughs> and we're going to talk to y'all soon. You just listened to the radio show, The Aftermath. Go check out that book, No Makeup: Unveiling the Woman Behind the Mask by Charlotte Denise. She's interesting. The book is interesting. Check her out. Thanks for listening.